0: Here the news making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. I'm Tony Velasquez. We start with the country's latest COVID-19 numbers. The Philippine Health Department has reported 214 new cases, the lowest so far in the last six days, raising the national tally to 12,305. Most of the new cases were reported in the National Capital Region with 147 new patients. There are also 101 new recoveries and 11 new deaths. Some of the Philippines' biggest malls reopened today amid tight COVID-19 protocols. Bianca Dava reports.
1: Metro Manila has transitioned from enhanced community quarantine to modified enhanced community quarantine starting today. This means some sectors are now allowed to partially reopen, including malls and other establishments. At a mall in Eastwood City, in Quezon City, Strict measures against the spread of COVID-19 are being implemented. These safety measures and rules that mall goers should remember include social distancing, mandatory thermal scanning, and wearing of face masks. All mall entrances are equipped with temperature checks and disinfecting foot masks. Social distancing within mall premises and when queuing at ATMs, cashiers, and comfort rooms will also be strictly implemented. The mall has deployed what they call social distancing ambassadors to ensure that community quarantine protocols are followed. Markers have been placed in the path of escalators to ensure that more goers observe physical distancing. Alcohol and hand sanitizers are also available in certain areas inside the mall. A sanitation squad will likewise be deployed at all times to deep clean door handles, hand rails, toilets and a common areas. While the modified ECQ is in effect, dine-in will still not be allowed in restaurants and dining establishments. Only takeout orders and deliveries will be allowed. Cashless transactions for purchases will be one of the new safeguards that will be part of the new normal, according to the mall management. Now, on top of essential establishments, non-leisure shops are now allowed to partially operate under the modified ECQ. These include hardware stores, clothing and accessory stores, bookstores, baby care supply stores, pet care stores, as well as jewelry and perfume shops. On the other hand, salons, barbershops, and spas are still not allowed to open under the modified ECQ. Gyms, fitness studios, and other sports facilities are also still prohibited from operating.
0: The Philippine Department of Trade and Industry is requiring mall operators to comply with strict health protocols when they reopen some malls today. Trade and Industry Secretary Ramon Lopez says a limited number of people will be allowed inside the malls to ensure only one person occupies two square meters. Strict social distancing and frequent sanitation will also be observed. For employees who cannot go to work due to the lack of mass transportation, the Trade and Industry Department is urging business owners to provide temporary accommodations for their workers or shuttle services for their
2: employees. (laughs) ay 50% partial operation para ho hindi mabigat in terms of yung mga pasahero na lalabas or yung mga workers na lalabas papunta sa trabaho. At uh, kaya po, tuloy pa rin ang pag-encourage uh, natin sa mga business owners na una, kung maari ay magkaroon sana ng isang temporary accommodation para sa mga workers nila para hindi na lalayo. So ito po sana ay either within sight or near sight, malapit dun sa kung saan yung pinagtatrabahohan. At uh, dito po, dahil wala pa po tayong public transportation, ay yung pagbigay po ng shuttle services ay uh, kailangan pong i-provide po ng kumpanya. Pero yun, kung meron silang okay. mga private, uh, private uh, vehicles, pwede rin pong gamitin ito.
0: A Philippine Workers Group calls on President Duterte to mobilize government vehicles to transport workers of small and micro businesses which cannot provide shuttle services. The Associated Labor Union says unused government-owned vehicles can be tapped to serve workers since public transportation is still not allowed to operate. The group points out that buses and trucks of the Metropolitan Development Authority, the armed forces, and the Philippine National Police that are used during calamities can also be put into service for workers. Courts in areas under a general community quarantine will open physically starting Monday, while those under a modified lockdown will remain closed. Mike Navallo has the details. The Supreme
3: Court issued two guidelines on Thursday and Friday, changing or modifying the operations of the courts now that the IATF has announced certain areas will be on the general community quarantine while others remain on modified uh, enhanced community quarantine. So courts in areas under GCQ will be physically open starting Monday, while courts under the MECQ will remain physically closed. Night courts and Saturday courts will also remain suspended in all areas. All courts may still be reached by phone, email, or through their Facebook accounts for inquiries and other transactions. The release of the new guidelines comes after the IATF. Lifted ECQ in most areas while uh, MECQ is in place in several areas. The Supreme Court physically closed all courts in the country on March 20 to help combat the rapid spread of the coronavirus. President Rodrigo Duterte imposed a Luzon wide ECQ starting March 17, halting all mass transportation and non essential business operations. Now, under the new guidelines, courts both under NECQ and GCQ can continue receiving complaints online, and the cases may be done electronically. But only courts under MECQ can conduct raffle through video conference. Non e court stations under GCQ may also conduct the usual physical raffle attended only by members of the raffle committee. Video conference hearings may also be used in the Court of Tax Appeals, Sandy and Bayan, and the Court of Tax Appeals, while regional trial courts, family courts, and first level courts, which have been previously authorized to conduct video conference hearings, may also do so in all kinds of cases, not just criminal cases. Regarding Regardless of the stage of the trial. The other areas under MECQ who are not authorized to conduct a video conference can continue to hold in-court hearings only in urgent cases. Now the court has also uh, extended the deadline for filing of new cases and other submissions by 30 calendar days after May 31, except that decisions and orders uh, may be may now be issued uh, for courts under GCQ. Civil weddings will also now be allowed, both in uh, courts under ECQ and GCQ, but there will be a limit as to the the number of parties and witnesses and guests, only five uh, for every civil wedding. This prompted uh, Supreme Court Associate Justice Marvick Leone to joke that uh, the parties no longer have to invite their exes or to just uh, think about doing it while under ECQ.
0: Malacanang orders the Philippine National Police to investigate several Cavite police officers who allegedly mauled a quarantine violator. President Duterte's spokesperson Harry Roque says the government was or will not tolerate any form of abuse. A 30-year-old man reportedly fractured his skull and suffered wounds all over his body after he was allegedly beaten up by police for violating the curfew in General Trias Cavite. The man is now recovering in a hospital.
2: Pa-imbestigahan Saboy. po natin yan, tatawagan natin mismo si uh, PNP Chief Gamboa at uh, um, titingnan po natin kung ano nangyari dyan. Alam nyo naman po sa ating gobyerno, no one is above the law. Kung talagang uh, may lumabag sa batas, meron naman po investigasyon, paglilipis at pagpaparusap.
0: Police Lieutenant General Guillermo Elizarr, the commander of Joint Task Force COVID-19 Shield, echoed these sentiments. Elizarr adds both the police and the public should mutually respect each other.
3: We are accountable, and responsible, gagawin namin. Ah, kami po 'yung nagpapatupad dito, pero kung mayroong violation, kaming ginagawa. Hindi po kami exempted sa kaso. In this implementation, we are requesting for well, respect and courtesy. Uh, two way. Ito sa ating mga just obey the basic guidelines and respect the authorities enforcing them. And on our side, maximum tolerance should be observed as well as the respect of the rights of the public.
0: Philippine power distributor Meralco slashes its rates due to lower demand during the enhanced community quarantine in Metro Manila. Miralko says power rates dropped to about 8 pesos and 75 centavos per kilowatt hour this May, down by around 25 centavos from April. The decrease means a typical household consuming 200 kilowatt hours per month will pay some 500 pesos less in its electric bill. Meanwhile, Miralco is set to file charges against a netizen who claimed that a friend received an electricity bill of 1.7 million pesos for a single household. That social media post racked up almost 20,000 shares before it was taken down. But Miralco says the viral bill was actually for a corporate account of SM Development Corporation, which has over a 1,000 service units. Economic managers of the Duterte administration are looking into the possibility of asking Congress for a supplemental budget to help fund the country's pandemic response. But an additional budget can only be requested once the finance department identifies new sources of revenue. Otherwise, the government will have to make do with realigning funds in the existing budget. Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno had said a supplemental budget would help to create jobs. Manila is currently realigning its 4.1 trillion peso budget for 2020 and collecting dividends and savings from government firms to fund its pandemic fight. The Asian Development Bank warns the global economy could suffer between 5.8 and 8.8 trillion dollars in losses as a result of the COVID 19 pandemic. The regional lender says economic losses in Asia and the Pacific could range from $1.7 trillion under a short containment scenario of three months to $2.5 trillion under a long containment scenario of six months. The ADB adds Asia-Pacific will account for about 30 percent of the overall decline in global output, but it says sustained government fiscal and monetary easing and direct support to cover losses could soften COVID-19's economic impact by as much as 30%. Sunny weather and minimal damage reported in the southern part of Aurora, a day after Tropical Storm Ambo pounded parts of the province. But as Jeff Canoy tells us, it was the northern part of Aurora that bore the brunt of the storm.
4: The weather has improved here in Balear Aurora as compared to last night when Tropical Storm Ambo made its presence felt Here in the province, the rains were heavy and relentless and strong winds brought by the storm pounded parts of the province. But this morning, the sun is up here in the southern part of the province, at least. And local authorities are initially reporting minimal damage from the storm, although the Provincial Disaster Risk Reduction Management Office is still collating data as of this time. They're also reporting that power is slowly being restored in areas here in the southern part. Of the province and experienced an outage since uh, last night. Now, what the provincial government, however, is focusing on now is the northern part of the province. The local officials in Kasiguran just reported flooding in several low lying barangays in the area. Uh, parts of the national highways, specifically in Barangay Marikit and Kalangkwasan, are currently not passable for light uh, vehicles because the road has been inundated with water. Now, according to uh, J. Mar Leon, head of the Municipal Disaster Risk Reduction and Management Office there in Kasituran, the flooding began at around 4 in the morning. Uh, The nearby Amro River's water has also spilled over into 11 nearby barangays. They are currently checking if rescue operations are needed, as the local uh, government had earlier implemented preemptive evacuation.
0: And those are the latest news alerts. I'm Tony Velasquez. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.